Hello uh, and welcome. Um, here we are again. Uh, uh, my name is Juan. Here with Mark and Kevin, and we are three men who like movies. And um, we are gathered here to discuss a uh, selection that was uh, chosen. Uh, by Mark, it is a Polish film uh, that can be found on Netflix currently. It is called The Getaway King, and I'll tell you a little bit about it. Uh, the protagonist, uh, who right off the bat, um, I will say I don't know how to pronounce any of these names. <laughs> so I'll either call him the protagonist or the king, as he is the getaway king. Um, apparently, this is based on a true story uh, of the man who um, apparently was a kind of like a small time crook and uh, escaped from the grip uh, of the police um, uh, over something like 27 times. Um, uh, he and his crew of uh, four bandits all together did everything from robbing uh, supermarkets uh, for the American products. Um, and this is also during socialist Pol Poland. Uh, so that's important to note. To eventually moving up to, um, you know, uh, to stealing cars. And, and many times, you know, him ending up in jail or almost in jail or in prison uh, and somehow finding new and creative ways uh, to escape um, every time uh, he then falls in love, wants to get out of the game and um, things uh, go to hell at that point for him. Um, so yeah, that is my quick synopsis. Um, Mark, why don't you start us off since this was your pick by telling us just your initial impressions of the getaway King. All right. Thanks. Hey, I, I have to say, it always makes me laugh when you start this off. You always sound a bit disheveled. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like the hood's been ripped off your head and now you have bright lights in your face. <laughs> and you're like, all right, you're live. And you're like, uh, we're back. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's my style. It's unique. Yeah, I know. It gets you every time. Um, so for this movie, I will just, I, I can say that this is going to be one of the movies that I think of when someone asks like for a roller coaster type movie um because this movie started off one way and ended off completely different and um it was interesting it, it was it was it was an interesting ride and um yeah i'm gonna leave it at that uh kevin all right all right um here we go all right, so The Getaway King, is it is a movie that seems very familiar yet uniquely its own at parts. Um, it was very stylized, um, full of some fun shots, enjoyable moments, a gratuitous sex scene, colorful characters, some twists and turns that make you wonder how they're going to wrap it all up. 
And I think that's the part where this movie ultimately fails. Um, it doesn't really stick a landing. And there's more that we could say about it. Like, it's, in the movie, he's compared to Robin Hood. But his story actually reminded me more of Billy the Kid in Young Guns 2, where the, it's about a man who becomes a sort of modern folk hero bandit that dies, but the death is left a little ambiguous. But unlike Young Guns 2, this movie ends up just serving up an obvious feel-good ending instead of leaving it up to the viewer to decide the final fate of the character. And I think that's what ultimately like leaves the end like lackluster. And that those were my my feelings about this movie, and we'll we'll expand on it as we go along. But but there you go. Can you repeat that last point? <laughs> Which yeah, part? It's very interesting. It, Which part? Which part? You, you did. You it, give me a word, and I'll start from it. You didn't like that they didn't leave it up to the audience to decide what happens. Yeah. yeah what did yeah. you like? Like, ha, like, have y'all ha, have you gentlemen ever seen Young Guns too? No. But first of all, Juan, you have. So I'm not even going to. No, that. Jerry. Could you watch it with not. me? No, no, you watched it no, with Jerry me. Jerry has. I have not never seen Young Guns One or Young Guns Young Guns Two. Anyway, I mean, that's where the story. I, that's where I got the story when I would play deal poker about the cat chasing its own tail. Okay, but I anyway. didn't know that. But you, you that's saw why you I were laugh young. so much when you tell that story because I've never heard it before. <laughs> I thought you laughed because you saw the movie. I'm like, no. how have you not seen the movie? But anyway. But okay, so what it is is at the end of Young Guns 2, right? Um, Billy Kid gets sh- like shot, or you don't see it's off screen. You, you, he gets shot. They're at, they're at the funeral, and they're they're all feeling whatever. And then you see someone steal like this guy's horse, and like in the movie he had said like, "Oh, I never steal the horse from a person I never liked." So you don't know if it's Billy the Kid. He still lived, and blah blah blah, right? Mm-hmm. But in this, like. Yeah, he faked his own death, but then they just serve it up like, hey, look, I'm here, missing a hand. And then, all right, we're going to have some party. And it was just, to me, it was it, it just, the movie just petered out as opposed to like having an ending that, that it built up to. Okay. I mean, it is, I, I think it is based Wait. on a true story. So maybe. Well, no, it's a true no, story. You're no, like, no, no, whoa, whoa. no, no, but, but, but here goes. Based on is actually different than it. This is a true story. Yeah. And, and when you when you look at it, it is based on a true story, and the, and the guy dies in the crash in the true in the true story with two little kids because I I went and read this guy's history, so it's based on a true story. It's not an actual true story. Right. So there's a there's events in it that are based on it. What crash? and that's why what in the movie you're saying in the movie there was well, what crash did he die in? Oh, well, the final crash where they found his hand. Oh, he, you know he what died I mean? in that. Like in real life, he dies. And that's why, like, I thought it, it could have been left more. And I, I found out later, but, like, I still didn't like it when it happened in the movie. I was like, oh, okay, it's just, it's just a happy story. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they, wanted, they wanted to serve up a little happy love story. And, and to me, I thought it was like, that was okay. I thought it would have been a little better. Like, oh, did he, even when it happened, I was like, did he die? Did he not? And, like, I thought he, you know, maybe the girl would go away and he, she meets up with someone we don't see. Something like that. Anything. I just thought it was just, they tried to wrap it up with a nice little bow. Mm-hmm. And that, and I think that's what, to me, made it seem more lackluster than, you know, just that last part. Like, the rest of the movie I thought was great. Just the ending, I didn't think it, it, it really stuck it very well. Okay. Um, no need to defend at this point. I was just asking you to kind of explain that point, you know, which, but, but yeah. Um, 
but I appreciate your thoughts. Um, Thank you. Uh, I, I don't disagree. For me, um, very, I mean, impressively uh, stylized. Um, great camera work, great editing. Um, really, really enjoyed the style of it, you know, and, and well done and uh, entertaining. Um, definitely with the plot, you know, and, and I'm not sure, maybe like I felt like the pacing throughout just just narrative arc for me is not as polished as what we are accustomed to um and so that's where where i where i deducted points um but it was entertaining i mean i enjoyed most of the characters for me when the bad guy actually appears in the movie who was someone who had been there all along but uh transitioned into becoming the bad guy in a very dark way but that's really when i perked up that's really when i was like okay this just got interesting because even before that i mean they're doing the heists um he's getting thrown in jail he's escaping it's funny the first like the news reenactment of it, of his escape was hilarious. Beautiful, beautiful. Dude, it was it was brilliant. Pure um, gold. Yeah, and so these things are happening, but you still don't get the sense that the story's moving. You know, he falls in love. They're doing more highs. He's getting thrown in, in jail, but but you know, throughout, I'm kind of like, where is this going? Um, but once the the bad guy arc reveals itself then it's really like, oh, and even though, again, it wasn't perfect, I, w- I would have preferred they spent more time kind of delving into that character um, because it brought this this balance that the film really needed at that point where it, it took a more serious tone, a darker tone, and it really balanced well. Even It even, you know, gave more shades to the main character, right? That now he had this issue and this relational dynamic that he was trying to balance and... Um, so I, I, again, I really perked up at that point, but still kind of fleshing out and, and really filling in um, all those plot points, you know, so that they're packed in really tight and, and kind of polished and delivered really well from a writing standpoint to then just the storytelling. Um, it really, um, yeah, just, just doesn't have that, that sort of, uh, finesse and um, you know uh, uh, yeah quality that we're used to seeing um, from most of the movies that we really enjoy so yeah I guess I would say lots of really really good elements definitely not a movie that I you know feel like oh I hated it it was terrible I appreciate what they were trying to do interesting story good characters but yeah definitely um, you can tell this you know was uh yeah, not not some of the good things of that we that we get sometimes from Hollywood, for example. I will say this movie had the best sex scene because that was the most interesting the way they did it. Like it was gratuitous, obviously, because of all the different positions they showed. But the fact that it was only on for a couple seconds and then it moved to another screen or another area and then you kind of have to like look for it and then you're on it for a split second and then it moved. It didn't feel feel 
over, you know, it didn't feel like, okay, they're just shoving sex down her throat. So I really, you know, even though I always feel like sex is unneeded in a movie, this just made it feel interesting the way they, it was well done. Yeah. 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 It was, it was very cool to, I I don't, uh, yeah, I guess it was cool to watch them have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. 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 They, I mean, it, it was still, I think in a way um, kind of more, tastefully done than raunchy you know um which uh again i mean was was something um but even then and i think even you see it um during one of the dance scenes at the club where they're using a lot of slow motion Mm -hmm. um was really cool you know just just again a, a, a cool thing to see you know again stylized and and kind of i think even what they were doing with that even really fit, you know, who the character was because I don't know about you guys, but he really had like cool appeal, you know, he, he was a charming guy. He was a handsome guy, you know, he um, was a, you know, a a silver tongued, you know, guy um, who um, was, was a, was pretty smart i guess i i uh i couldn't really tell he's like good at everything yeah 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 exactly for <laughs> no, sure seriously, yeah, like, there, yeah, was yeah. No, there was nothing he couldn't do yeah. well and that's why like i couldn't tell if he was just really smart or if it was like he was just in the right time right place where like law enforcement was just so shoddy that it was almost like why isn't everyone escaping you know yeah. like he he all he had to do was like pick his handcuffs that one time and put on a police officer's u- officer's uniform after he headbutted the detective, <laughs> you know, the knockoff Russell Crowe uh, <laughs> detective um, to just walk out of the police station, even though he's I mean, he seemed like his facial features and his haircut and his mustache would be instantly recognizable. But <laughs> when there's like a I mean, it's not $2 million, whatever their, um, their, their money is, but there was a big reward, you know? And, and like, he never even tried to change his appearance whatsoever. Um, so he also was pretty bold, but yeah. It's funny how those work. The more brazen, the easier it seems. Yeah. People are, you, you start to learn that a lot of people aren't snitches. Mm. (laughs) Or paying attention. That too. Well, I, I mean, I think that again, it's it's important to note there the the circumstances that they were in, you know, where I, I in the movie they do mention at one point that he was like a Robin Hood, and yeah. and therefore I think yeah, people around him, you know, or that common people around him were not super eager to uh, sell him out because he was in a way doing something for them you know because I, I think those goods they were it says at the beginning the american goods were only available at those supermarkets and they were expensive you know or i don't know if it was socialism then did the government hand out food i i didn't look into it that detail that, that much of what that was like but yeah Wait, i think it's I was gonna say like a scene when you when I was talking about the main guy, um, when they broke in, him and the kid broke in to that one store. He's just smelling cigars very slowly, 
and the kids just going super hyper behind him. Like, it just showed, like, to me, it's just, like, I didn't realize at the time, but looking back at it, it just showed how he was, like, different than everyone else. And even with the hyper kid moving around, like, it just foreshadows who he's going to become later. Like, when he got pushed out the house, he starts glitching and stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it just, but it just shows how the main guy is, just, like, he's he's always calm in every situation. Like, he's always calm. He's collected. He reminds me of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Dude, <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. Literally at the the last scene when he slides his nub on the table, that immediately felt like a fantastic Mister Mister Fox scene. Yeah, bro, I was dying laughing. I, I pictured a like a fuzzy paw just coming out, bandaged up. I don't know why, but I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, and so to give it, you know, to give it away and to you know fill people in who might not run out to watch this movie um the the fi- the last time he gets caught he you know his girlfriend um you know begs him to stay and do his time so that when he gets out he'll be a free man even though it's like 10 years but she, you know she says behave well and you'll have your time shortened um he does that uh and then the regime gets toppled or no Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The regime, yeah, yeah, the regime gets toppled. So then, the new government. He asks them for a pardon. They give it to him. He gets out. But now his enemy, who's now become more powerful, um, you know, wants to actually threatens his family and you know beats up his girlfriend. So he goes to get revenge on them that ends up in a car chase where you know he um had planned to fake his own death which is what kevin was alluding to which included um him chopping off his own hand so that his dna would be discovered there would be no question that it was him who died and i mean i i I thought that was bizarre but also like really poetic you know that he was willing to do that whether that happened in real life or i guess that didn't happen in real life if he died in that crash but even (laughs) in the dramatization in the movie like the only thing left behind was his hand yeah and even like you know because his motive was love you know so even like the um the uh, literally saying like i gave up my hand for you (laughs) you know like i thought that was pretty cool um but uh but also like uh yeah that's a that's a lot to it, it seemed just because it seemed like what were there no other options what you know than to do that than to chop off your hand you you, you I could mean, a foot bro what we, what you rather do a foot or a hand <laughs> would you rather game i mean like uh, the uh, the tip of an ear or something <laughs> what 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 are the chances of just the tip of an ear surviving but, if, but if you if can't get fingerprints off that and something gets sliced if there's know? blood on it it's dna <laughs> i don't think they were doing that much dna in 19 19- 94? 80s. No, no, it was 94 when that oh, part when happened. he got Ooh. out. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. You don't think DNA DNA tests well, were... I don't think they were big. I don't think... Listen, OJ got off, buddy. OJ in, got off. In Poland. All right. You couldn't buy him at the dollar store yet. That's true. Um, another thing, I really... Again, I it's all about the choices right because it's like i wish they gave us more of this but i also 
you know, don't necessarily want to watch this for two and a half hours, you know? So it's just about the choices, but I really liked his crew and would have liked to have spent more time um, getting to know them a little bit. You know, the girl seemed really interesting. The guy who all of a sudden became a politician, um, um, I would have, you know, liked to have spent, you know, a little bit more time on them. What happened to, so I, I thought the first girl he was hooking up with was his girlfriend, but I guess she was just a hookup. Yeah. I think she was a hooker, wasn't she, or something? Oh, she was. I wrong with that? She, she might have been, yeah. Could have been a, yeah, I, I don't know. Hooker's, yeah, not, I don't... hooker's not the most sensitive word, Kevin. No, lady of oh, the street. night, come on. Oh, um, <laughs> a, a practitioner of the world's oldest profession? Uh, yeah. Oh. You know, a working woman. Work in the graveyard shift. We like working women. <laughs> On the graveyard pole. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, so let me... It's funny. But, um... Are you still there, guys? They're losing. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> listen, I'm listening like... to you. You're talking, I'm listening to you. <laughs> I was going to say, um... Um, I wanted to mention one thing, sorry, because my mind got over well, we talking about hookers and prostitutes and streetwalkers and the world's oldest profession. Um, and this is totally, I don't know why my mind went there, because we mentioned um, the stylization. Um, there was a lot of lens flare that bothered me for some reason. And for some reason, hooker reminded me of lens flare. And I was like, man, J.J. <laughs> Abrams would be envious of this movie, though. I can tell you that. Yeah. I only felt like it was the um, that dancing. That was the, the biggest uh, perpetrator for me. I didn't feel like other than that, I didn't really feel like that was too much. Yeah, I, I don't mind lens flare when it's fitting to the scene, you know? So, yeah, in some of those dance scenes, there's disco lights, there's confetti flying around you know and slow motion so you know when it's like two people standing in front of a pond you know you don't see and there's lens flare coming out in the distance it's like all right lens flare coming out of the ocean (laughs) the water yeah no i i i feel you um i uh i also liked you know just talking about the plot and the story um again I I I would have liked to have gotten more background information about the detective, um, the uh, um, knockoff knockoff Russell Crowe. Um, I, I you know like what 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 was his deal? You know why was he the way that he was? You know, um, they give you they they tell you a little bit, you know, but it when he plays such a pivotal role in the movie. I would have liked to have known a little bit more about him. But that being said, I did like how his story unfolded, you know, with him being, you know, the hunter trying to, you know, capture this guy so desperately to actually capturing him and and then having him escape right, you know, out of his, his fingertips um, to then him losing his job. You know, we don't know what he was, doing at that point was he a private detective or just a bum i don't know um but then yeah he ends up playing a a major role in actually helping with that final escape 
Um, so I like that. Um, this is the Polish version of U.S. Marshals. <laughs> oh boy, I, I think I maybe saw that once. A long oh, time such a ago. good movie! Really? Oh yeah, man. The best part. Uh, Harrison Ford. He goes, "I didn't kill my wife." That's Tommy the fugitive. I don't care. No, that's a U.S. Marshals. No, no, no. U.S. Marshals are chasing Wesley Snipes. Oh, Wesley Snipes. That's, nice. my bad. that's my bad. actually my bad. like yeah, a yeah, that's, Okay, I got it wrong, man. I got it wrong. It's not quite a sequel, but it's, I think it, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones is still in that one, right? Yeah, yeah. So he plays the same character, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, oh, I've definitely seen The Fugitive. So what's yeah. that, what's that line again? Oh, no, he, no, he just straight up goes, I don't care. <laughs> I didn't do it. I don't care. Yeah, he's like, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Such a great line. It's that damn scene. It sounds like you should care. <laughs> well, no, because he has one job to go get him. That's yeah. all. That's all he needs to do. Uh, so that's why he's like, I don't care what you did. Like, yeah. I just my job is get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, was, it was just delivered very well. That's a good throwback. Um. Yeah, anything else you guys want to hit on with this one? Uh, the music I I loved in this movie. Like it, it served uh, to me it served very well. It was like an old school noir but modernized. Yeah. Music uh, and and I was I was digging it. That's what I could tell y'all. Again, the and and of course, I mean it, it's a foreign film. There's there's, you know, dubbing and all that. But yeah, for me Something with the audio and the mute, the music track was a little bit off. It sounded like to me. So, yeah, I think I think I enjoyed the music in it, but I don't know. It kind of like sounded distant or sounded like separate, or maybe it just wasn't mixed very well, or something with the dubbing. But it it was what it was actually. You know, it was just noticeable. Right and and usually you want that stuff to be pretty seamless, yeah. but maybe it was just me though. Yeah. I have excellent you know I li- speakers. You, you know what I like, one. I like how you say. You know what? I agree. I like the music, but here's why I did it. <laughs> that cracks me up. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, I guess I was just trying. I mean, I I maybe I wanted to like it. I don't remember it too much, but I did. I guess notice. So, yeah, maybe it was kind of unremarkable to me if i'm being <laughs> if i'm being honest yeah because i was thinking about the music and i was just like i don't remember it being that like i it didn't really stand out yeah. and it i mean i guess that's could be viewed as a good thing but um yeah i mean but i, I will, I will say i just finished watching it not this afternoon so it's fresh in my head yeah mm-hmm. so i just yeah. remember thinking like this music's really it, it, it's really it really accents the scenes that they're in. Yeah. Um, a couple of things, again, that I also really liked was, you know, they show you that first escape in real time, but you, but, it, but they don't show you how it happened. Um, but I appreciated that then later on. So that was a... Um, a good uh, intro. Yeah. And, and it was a um, pre... Was, I, I forget what the word here, but... It was something that they showed again later, right? But showed, you know, the full thing so that foreshadowing. you foreshadowing. Yes, they, it, yeah, I think it is foreshadowing. Um, Not really, because right, 
foreshadowing like yeah it, it hints at something this was straight up the scene yeah they yeah yeah show all of it it was like a tease it yeah. was like a tease because it showed you a little bit but uh, so I actually appreciated how they did that. Um, that was yeah. cool. And then I think what first made me like the character a lot was the scene where he's trying to get the movie posters, which yeah. is how he goes into the supermarkets. And for whatever reason, he had to watch the movie in order to then be able to receive the posters. And well, he I had... think she, yeah, because she was saying that was a rule, or yeah, I felt like she was just giving him a hard time. Yeah, okay. Um, so he ended up having to buy 10 tickets so that he could see the movie in the theater by himself. And then, oh she... no, I remember now. She said, he asked, okay, I bought a ticket. When's the next scheduled movie? She said, I don't schedule, we can't schedule movies until 10 tickets are sold. Yeah. So he bought 10 tickets. So yeah, but I, but like even after he bought them, I, you would think she would just give him the posters, but she was like making yeah. him watch it anyway. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, you have to watch the movie to get the poster. Yeah, I feel yeah. like at that point she was just giving him a hard time because he was, yeah. you know, yeah, being weird about it. So. Okay. Well, yeah, when he, you know, she walked into the theater to give him the posters and he like is really <laughs> – He's got a bucket of popcorn and he's like really enjoying the movie there by himself. <laughs> and he like turns around and gives her a thumbs up. Yeah, I was, I, I, that was, uh, I think the first thing that made me, made me like him. And then do you think that that movie he was watching was like what Polish cinema was like in the eighties? Because... Uh, that's right. I actually think that was an old Polish movie from the eighties. Yeah, it had to have been. That's the vibe I got. In some ways, it was kind of impressive. In other ways, it was like, "Whoa, this is this is like a like cardboard and pa yeah. like painted <laughs> this this monster is like painted cardboard, yeah, uh, paper mache." Oh, not is it? Yeah, paper mache. Yeah, no, it was it was very interesting. But yeah. I got yeah. I really I have nothing else, unfortunately. Um, I this movie started off, you know, cute and 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 quirky, you know, with the cool shots, and then it ended, you know, that scene with him walking through the club with the flashing lights, and then he goes into that neon room, and his head's all lit up. Uh, the antagonist I'm talking about. Um, you know, that was a cool scene, but it just it felt completely different from what I was watching at the beginning of the movie. Uh -huh. So it was just it uh -huh. was interesting to watch it, you know, unfold and how the vibe and how it was shot changed. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Do think that the the last part of the movie heavily relied on lighting because a lot of it was just lights, not even just that scene. But yeah. A lot of things were just lights, um, which, you know, we had kind of flashiness at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It, it just it felt different. It felt yeah. like a different movie. Maybe yeah. because it got interesting with, uh, you know, our, our friend Antos becoming uh, the bad guy. Yeah. And it was I mean, it was in a really dark. I mean, and, and for me, it was a little bit unexpected because, again, I mean, you can understand why he became upset that the you know, that the king was leaving the biz yeah but the life the life but i mean you didn't at least i didn't see that he had this level of darkness in him you know where he kind of i mean were they skinheads i think 
They, they, yeah, it seemed like the 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 crew he joined. Yeah, they didn't really explain that either. And I guess yeah. the guy that showed up at the end was the boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what it seemed. Yeah, uh-huh. All right, that's what I thought. And, um, uh, yeah. yeah, they didn't really explain that. And I I thought that was like kind of quickly done as well. Yeah. I get it. You know, he was locked up for six, seven years, so obviously time <laughs> is there for this to, you know, progress, but. It was just interesting because we just see this kid who enjoys grifting and doing what yeah. he's doing, and then all of a sudden he just throws a fit and he's like super angry. Yeah, so, I, I, I think what I liked about that character switch is from when he got thrown out and you saw the little glitch. Yeah, like he, he felt kind of angry, but when yeah. you see him again as a skinhead, he looked like he like he felt like he had all this power because he had all these guys behind him and guns. So, you know, like when he was like, you know, the way he was treating uh, the king's mom and his girlfriend and stuff, he was being such an a-hole because he had all this power until he's confronted by the king in the bathroom and got whacked. And you see him crumble. You're like, oh, you're you're really are just this kid who who's trying to hide and try to be powerful. And you're just that's where all this anger is coming from. Yeah, because he got hit one time and went down like a deck of cards. Yeah, but it it felt like it felt like a completely different movie from the. uh, from the mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah. So it yeah. was, it was, it was a, I, I think it worked. It kept me invested because like Kevin said, the ending was a bit lackluster. Um, you know, I took it as he survived, but I also would have liked to have not just seen that, even though it was funny, but that, you know, nub sliding on the table. Um, cause I, I kind of figured, okay, well, this is a true story. So yeah, uh, he survived. I get that. And so I kind of wish it didn't give us that little part at the end. So, yeah, I I, I agree with, uh, with with Kevin on that part, uh, the ending. Yeah, and you know, to the character, don't forget too. I mean, he it, it, during that dark transition, he all, it seemed like he also started doing some heavy drugs. Yeah, um, cocaine making him feel like Superman. But um, I I do I and I I really. I mean, when I saw the glitch, the couple times they did it, I just thought, oh, okay, that's a cool effect. <laughs> but I'm glad Kevin mentioned that because it, it it enlightened me to realize, like, especially, like, oh, he actually is glitching. Like, he, yeah. he something's broken in him yeah. at this point. Um, that's that's lured him all the way into that darkness Um, so that was cool one thing i feel like again there's car chases in this movie and so they're already filming them you know part of I, i i feel like you know when you have an amazing car scene a car chase in a movie it's like that alone draws attention you know really the only ones that i can clearly think of are you know bullet which i've never actually seen and um oh there's actually two more there was um the um born identity had like a a good chase scene that was also being compared to bullet and then i think the mark Wahlberg one with the talent job mini yeah the those are the three that i can think of but so like if you have a movie like this where it's like it's foreign, but
but it's it's very stylistic where that could appeal to like American audiences. You know, plot is a little weak, but you throw in the middle like a freaking appears, appeals to Americans. <laughs> yeah. You throw like a freaking amazing car chase scene in there, which I don't know, it just doesn't seem to me like that would add that much more production costs, especially if you're already shooting chase scenes. It's like, dude, go balls out and do like the most amazing freaking car chase that you can think of. And that alone should get you tons of attention for your movie, no matter where it's from, I would think. But I don't know. I, I do have in my notes. I'm like, some interesting choices in this car chase. Like yeah, where they it, had the cameras and stuff. Yeah, it, it felt a little slow too. Yeah, I'm. I, I guess mean, maybe it's supposed to feel like a real car. I feel like that's what a real car chase would be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do a 120 down the highway, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think one of the shots came was like there was a lot of shots like from the interior, yeah. on the on the passenger seat, pointing up to the driver, and it was like, this isn't really exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it was leading up to that 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 car that uh, lieutenant uh, flipped was kind of cool. Like they went slow mo and and then the uh, the king saved him and then proves that no good deed goes unpunished and gets caught. Yeah, yeah, literally. But then you know he did he did a scratch his back later on. <laughs> this is true. All right, Mark. <sighs> um, I am on pins and needles. Uh, here ultimately what your little Jerry's rating is for this movie this movie The Getaway King had a lot ah, I won't say a lot I'm going to start using better words to when I describe <laughs> this movie had a couple <laughs> <laughs> what kind of thesaurus you got there that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> the ones you buy from stores, of course. Uh, there, <laughs> uh, no, there's there's some scenes that will stick out to me, and I'm not a pervert, but that sex scene would be one. Um, and only because of the way it was shot, it, I'd never seen anything like that before. So that's why I was st- not because I got to see some boobies. I you know I can see those whenever I want. So um, it just it was it was cool how they did that. So they took a a normal scene that we are now having shoveled down our throat in every TV show and movie, but at least they made it interesting. Um, outside of that, the story is, it's okay. Um, nothing to call home about. Uh, the transition from, you know, this fun campy movie to now trying to escape this guy who's twisted was pretty cool to watch. And it, it worked. It, it, it did work. Uh, and I, I noticed, like I felt, that it was a different movie. Um, so I, I feel like with, with that, you know, they did a good job portraying what they wanted to portray. Um, but I, I gotta be honest. I don't know if I'm going to watch this again. Um, I, I might recommend it maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I, I think I'm just going to have to give it a, yeah, I, I hate to do it, but I, I'm going to give it a one. This is a one and done for me. Um, didn't hate it. Uh, didn't love it. Uh, I could go without it. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm sticking with, unfortunately. 
That's fair. That's fair. That's your opinion, and you're uh, free to have it. Thanks, um, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, um, kind of, I have I have similar feelings. Um, I I definitely want to go back and watch that reenactment of that <laughs> first escape again. Memorable scene. Especially when it's like a puppet being thrown out. Oh, that's the best part. <laughs> it's amazing because I really feel like that's in the eighties. Like that's probably very similar to what the actual reenactment was. Yeah, it was incredible. Like I, I, I would not be surprised if they found that reenactment that was already done and they just did it again yeah. and fitted it to their movie. Yeah, it was dude. So and you know, like actually, I was really hoping that like. Ev- that, they, that they would have done more of those and yeah, maybe, yeah. you know, done like a Michelle Gondry thing yeah. where it's like each one's slightly different, a different yeah. creative take on it. Cause it was, it was the funniest part of the movie, like by far. Yeah. It was, it was great. And the laughs that, that the, the laughs that the movie gave were actually were really good laughs. I mean, yeah, they were, right. I, I wasn't forcing out a laugh. I wasn't doing a half, you know, smirk. Yeah. I was actually laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it there wasn't enough in the in the in the arc and the narrative and the story and the plot to actually bring me to to come back and and watch it again. But I certainly give them credit. I mean, I would say they made a good movie. It, it certainly would give me you know, hope for this director, you know, next time, um, if there is a next time, but, <laughs> Not after I'm going. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I liked it. it. It was, it was a, it was a, it was a fun, you know, it was a fun time to sit through. And like you said, it, de- it definitely perked up when that bad guy came into the scene and, and things definitely, got you know turned up to 11 at that point the tension and and whatnot but um but it it didn't quite deliver um so but i i'm feeling generous um and and just fair just fair i think it (laughs) i I think uh for me it's a two It, it 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 is it is a two and probably the most accurate two i've ever given because it is exactly like a meh (laughs) <laughs> it is exactly that for me. So I'm gonna ask you, hey Juan, are you gonna watch the Getaway King? Meh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um I didn't mention this also, but apparently it's only to me that the main guy, he just reminds me of a Polish Pedro Pascal. Mm. Like that's all I can remember when I kept watching him. I'm like, so then I wanted to see how close he was to the real guy. So I looked him up. That dude looks like my dad in the eighties. <laughs> the real guy. I was like, "Well, look at you looking like a Colombian." But um, I did like I did like a lot of it. And even though I said it was a gratuitous sex scene, it was very artistic. It wasn't. I, I just said gratuitous because it was just thrown in there, and like it didn't feel earned. I'm like, "Hey, now we're having a sex scene," but it was well done. Um, I do like 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 what Juan said. It, it was different than what we get from what we expect from Hollywood and stuff like that. Not maybe not as polished. But I think I actually enjoyed the part that the part the part that wasn't actually, you know, like it just seemed different, and and that was actually enjoyable for me. Um, I I mark it down because again, to me, the ending didn't stick very well. 
Um, so I ultimately like will tell people, you know what, if, if you're really into visuals and an okay story, like watch this movie. Cause it, it's, it's worth watching. It's fun. It's the director. I think it was his first movie and I think he did an admirable job and, um, yeah, so I'm going to give it a two. Like, I may not watch it again on my own, but I, I, would, I would say, yeah, check it out if you want If you want to see something that's really, like, it's some eye candy with, with, with some story that's not horrible and some laughs. But, it's again, it's nothing, like y'all said, I'm going to go out of my way to watch again. Yeah. Um, this, movie, this movie stumped Kevin because he didn't do a decimal point. I, I, I debated doing it, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going straight to what did you get us oh, to? Okay. Um, I, I will say, you know, when we started this podcast, I had no idea we would be spanning the globe the way that we have. Um, this is a Polish movie. We've watched a Swedish movie. Uh, we've watched a Asian, movie. Asian movie, a Tollywood movie. So, um, I don't think it's winning us any audience, <laughs> any audience members. Far, far too many musicals. But, uh, but yeah, it, I've been pleasantly surprised, and I will say, like, it, it makes me kind of, um, you know, probably realize that I don't watch enough foreign films, but it, I have been impressed. You know, they're different than what we're used to. They don't always, you know, hit the bullseyes that we expect them to hit, but. They're doing a lot of great things, and at this point, I mean, um, Hollywood is is for, in large part, you know, a dog going back to lick its own vomit. You know, like they just keep going back to the same stuff. So, a lot of this is is a is fresh takes, more original, and yeah. in some ways, so it is it is a breath of fresh air, even while we can criticize and say you know they still got a little ways to go but but you don't doubt that they're gonna get there you know so cool good stuff hey man i don't care if you 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 think no one's listening bro we do this for us because <laughs> yeah. we need best friends that like movies for an audience sometimes of yeah but i'm egotistic mark <laughs> <laughs> i need people to hear my opinions. Oh my god! <laughs> All enough. right, I respect that. Ultimately, now, that, yeah. By the way, um, I know you like your Klozerowski ending, but what a great like closing line for the podcast! Just to end it on now is not the time for talking. <laughs> Just close it on that. No, because then that means that we're gonna go have sex with each other. <laughs> Who, it, hey, hey, hey! It, is that is that off the table? It's That's the, how I was in the movie. It's, it's the time for kissing. It's the time for kissing. There you go. I prefer that. Close on. <laughs> Mouth open. <laughs> All right, gents. You you um both have yourselves a lovely evening. I hope you have restful sleep. Love you. Love you. Have a great one.